0: Gotta get to oh work. my goodness! Did you see what I did for your earbuds? No. You can put. Did you bring your earbuds? No. Oh. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Matt with Carolina Coops coming to you live from Creedmoor, North Carolina. Our new, soon to be. We ba- made it
1: to work. Oh wait, I made it to work. You've been here. You don't leave here.
0: Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's chick day. As promised, we uh, put these on the incubator. Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And they're hatching a little early.
1: That's because they're bantams. That's now, because they're bantams. Yeah, I set mine Friday evening. We set the, uh, which one? This one has all the hatches that you've had. These are the ones we set at. It looks like noon. I'm kicking butt. <laughs> well,
0: it's a matter of ago. Get that mic right in front of you. Let's make sure they can oh. hear you. Don't hit it. Here we go. Watch, watch. Here we go. Look at it. See, get it right in front of you. Get, get in position. We're getting still set up here. Okay. Just at a wardrobe malfunction. Who? I've noticed all my shirts have a stain in the same spot. i got to figure out why. So, anyways, uh, how are we doing? Is our audience building up? we ready to get rocking and rolling? All right. Wow, they're slowly coming in. Hopefully, Jetta,
1: do you love baby chicks? I love
0: them. My little princess here, she, uh, it, it's... Right. We're uh, passing the torch from when I was a child. Anyway, so, yeah, it's chick day. Thank you for showing up apparently you got some a couple more baby chicks hatching
1: right so i set mine you we set these at noon or one one you know on our show three weeks ago and then i went home and i set the rest of them in the evening like seven eight nine i don't remember so that's why mine are delayed and i knew that these would probably hatch early just because they're bantams and they do tend to hatch a little early because the eggs are smaller it take it doesn't take quite as long for them to incubate. But I see a full-size one in there.
0: There is a full-size. I, I
2: think, the one that we didn't see any. Maybe. I'm not sure. All right, yeah. let,
0: let me have this baby chick. Why don't mm-hmm. you go back behind Miss Ingrid, okay? Make sure Miss Ingrid don't need anything. All right, don't we got to put this... Okay, so... Oh, my gosh. I was just running around 100 miles an hour. It is 100 degrees in here. I'm going to be sweating bullets. You guys, okay? What? We got to pick... It? I know, Ingrid's... All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> so, guys... Let us know if you have any questions. I didn't want to talk all about baby chicks today, but we got baby chicks hatching, so we can definitely focus on that because we've got some great props in front of us. Right. And, of course, if you have any questions about our coops, you're building a coop, hopefully maybe learning some things from us, um, all that good stuff. That is what we are here for. we got an hour-long show today, and it is going to fly by. So I have some questions. All right, If you guys have any questions in the comments, please, please let us know. And also let us know, make sure we're sounding good. We have not done a sound check, nothing like that. But, um, all right, so we got three different incubators. Now, here's one thing that I remember learning, and I don't know if it's true or not. Another thing that would accelerate the hatch date by, let's say, maybe a day, is if it's a little bit on the high side.
1: Yeah, if it's right? a little warm.
0: If it's a little warm. So what is the ideal temperature for the incubators?
1: Well, these are preset, so I don't need to know that. But that what? sounds bad. I should know. I should know that number. Is it
0: 98 degrees ideal, Ingrid? Do we know? It's like
1: a hundred.
0: Oh, it's even hotter. I think so. I thought 98 was it. How do you not know that? Are you mad at me? Because no,
1: they're preset. I should know. I should know, but and they work, so. All
0: right. So we're gonna put this one. I
1: must have put that in short-term memory.
0: All right, Ingrid. Ingrid's Googling it right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna have my beautiful assistant princess. That's right. See, as soon as she heard "beautiful." Oh, Mm -hmm. I
1: thought you were talking about me. (laughs)
0: Here you go, baby. Do you
2: Um, want to go ahead? The answer is 100.5 degrees
1: Fahrenheit. That's it. It is 100.5.
0: So we were one degree shy. All right, so let's put that baby chick back in here because...
1: Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, they're which the, one did you take? They all came from the same here, place. Here, we'll so. put it in
0: this one, because I think we need to adjust this one a little bit.
1: I like that laugh. And they're all going home with Ingrid. Oh,
0: God. All right, put that baby chick back in there. It's bigger. okay.
1: You can blame it on me.
0: I'm going to need a bigger coop. <laughs> right oh, we got one that's
3: hatching?
1: There, you can see like the little... Yeah, I moved the ones hatching to the end over there, and I might have a comment about um, about a few of those if we get closer to the camera. Um they wanna know.
2: Mike wants to know if they all have names yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll put uh we'll put the kids in charge of that. Yeah. The kids not... come up with the best names. I only got one name.
0: Can we name one cookie? For the orange
1: one,
0: cookie. it should be named Ginger. Ginger? Oh, ginger. We still gotta get our shop cat. Queso.
1: I know. I, I was, was thinking ho- about that this week.
0: And Moses. I hope you're working on that. Okay. So let's bring Ingrid in or I'm not sorry, not Ingrid, Mackenzie. More cats,
1: she- more chickens. <laughs>
0: Uh, we see Mackenzie's right there in the uh, green room, and Ingrid has done her homework as always. Made us some uh, notes here that I have not had a chance to look at. Um, oh, we're gonna have to put our headphones on. So I thought you wanted your earbuds. So I, he- I did,
1: but. All right. So I got. G- do you have earbuds? Uh, I have my mom's. Wow. Hold on. We're we're gonna
2: change
0: this up. We're gonna go back to what we were doing. and we can switch this up. Oh, okay. Real quick, everything going good, Ingrid?
2: Um, yeah, this is locked. So, let me just What's locked? It says I think it's Kenzie's screen is locked and I don't know where it is on here.
1: Yeah. So, what I was going to say is we've got one that looks like it's pipped and the shell has broken in a small place, but the membrane underneath has not. So that's what happens when your humidity is off. And it's not. Ooh!
0: Okay, and, okay, hold on. Now you got my attention.
1: Yeah, and it's not humid enough for them to break through that membrane. It turns into like paper. So I was going to show where, how you can take go. that membrane and just poke it so that chick can breathe oh, and continue hatching. Oh, no, no, matching.
0: no. My teacher in fifth grade, when he saw them all said, die." don't, don't right. they're going to die if you touch no,
1: it. No, they always live.
0: Um, OK, you headphones. I mean, here. why
1: not? Uh, I, my, <laughs> oh, really?
0: I'm sorry. I my, know. Uh, Kristen hates. well, you didn't bring your earbuds.
1: They actually aren't even mine. I don't own earbuds. So they're we, my son's.
0: We, we, we need to buy some earbuds. And, and oh, he's yeah.
1: obsessed with earphones. I mean, my goodness. I just returned four sets to Amazon. He says he's an audiophile.
0: Oh. <sighs> uh, Mackenzie. Good morning or good afternoon. Happy Friday. How are you doing today?
1: Why are you looking like that?
2: Good. Is she not here.
1: Cold. Oh, 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 oh! oh. Um, I thought I, I thought that was a frowny face. Like,
0: no, we got a slight delay there, so we'll try to okay, get through okay. this. Um, okay. can you turn Mackenzie up a little bit? I'm not sure if she's loud for our viewers. If so, then don't turn her up. I can barely hear her.
3: No, She's not talking. I don't think I've said anything. There we go.
0: No, you did. I heard a little bit, but there you go. I knew you'd be perfect. So what's going on? How's the weather in New York today? It's awful. (laughs) All right. Speak a little bit louder so I can hear you.
3: I have my grandma's sweater on. It's raining. It was 90 in the beginning of this week. And now I just want to sit on my couch and do crossword puzzles with a cup of tea.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. That doesn't gotcha. sound that bad. All right, well, we're going to have Mackenzie start telling us or, asking or sharing with us this week's top three questions. Before I forget, I wanted to make sure I mentioned a couple times throughout this show that it is critical. One, I want to thank our diehard fans that are here every single week. We know who you are. Thank you very much. Please do us a favor. We need to keep building this audience, and there's no better way to build the audience than have our diehard fans say, hey, check out this show. If you know anybody else that wants to come, And listen to our show. Please send them our way. We want to make sure we're continuing to build that audience. So, Mackenzie, go ahead. Top three questions for the week.
3: So, these are actually questions from last week. um, (laughs) Because I missed last week. But, why don't we put our roost bars at the same height?
0: That is an awesome, I love good questions. Why don't we? Why don't we? Why are, why are our roost bars and our standard coops, standard and custom coops, most of our chicken coops, we keep our roost bars all on the same level. That is a phenomenal question. There is a reason why.
1: To prevent fighting?
0: It does prevent fighting. Experts right, will tell you that if you have roost bars staggered, or what we call bleacher style, where they have, you know, you got your one at the bottom, and you got you work your way up, what happens is they'll fight to get to that top of that roost bar, and create... um,
1: It is a way to to tell right away what your pecking order is.
0: It is. Now, we have done a handful of chicken coops, especially a long time ago, our old shed coop, uh, which is actually an awesome chicken coop. We should bring that back. We did bleacher style. If you're designing a chicken coop, and you're going to build a chick coop, and you're not sure how to put your roost bars my opinion is if you have the room keep them all at the same height
1: and that's key because the if you have room because the bleacher style does save room you can put more roost bars in there in the same space
0: that's exactly the reason why you Mm. could go to the bleacher style design and that is because you don't have to have them you know you don't really don't want them any closer than 12 inches so if you go bleacher style and you got, let's see, you got one up like this, you can actually bring it in a little bit mm-hmm. and that saves you a lot of space. You'll see that a lot in the large hen houses that are designed for commercial egg laying. And it is effective. And we got an awesome commercial coop that we did. The customer out of New York City, he actually said, please design it to look like a shipping container. Mm-hmm. We put it on a power wagon, if I remember that's what it was called, and it turned out really nice. And we got a great picture. I don't know if Ingrid can bring that up or not. We got a great picture. I'm putting her on the spot. I'm going to test her. I
2: don't know where it is.
0: It's on our. It should be on the website. But anyways, um, I got a great <laughs> photo. Beautiful chickens. And you can see a textbook example of the bleacher style. Roost bars. I don't recall seeing
3: it. There's a video of it, though, on YouTube.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was 14 so degrees do, that day. Yeah. I remember that day really well. Mm-hmm.
3: That was prior to me. Yeah, <laughs> that
0: would uh, be 2016.
2: All
3: right. That's good memory.
2: Mm.
3: Wow. Um. Be- what? Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I'm suffering from a motion brain pretty severely this weekend. Um, I'm so suffering anyways, from how stroke. I don't hard. know who
0: let Gus out. Can we get Gus out of the studio, please? He's going to bump the camera. Clear instructions. It is go- clear instructions. That's all I ask. Thank you. Sorry, folks. Oh.
1: Sorry. When you get the shop cat, would um, the cat be allowed in the studio?
0: No, absolutely not. I don't care what you tell him. So here's where Nan, because she's yeah, listening be right now. She's going to come out. I think poor Gus wants to go back to New York. So hot. Oh. <laughs> all
3: right.
0: Go ahead, Mackenzie.
3: Uh, So I had a customer call and ask a couple questions about our cupolas. Um, How does the cupola prevent moisture from getting in? And if it does happen to like violently precipitate, is that a problem?
0: Okay. It is not a problem. And how it prevents is because it has a roof on it, but there are side windows. Our cupolas, we hand make them from scratch um, and they are fully functional. They are not fake. So unless you want, when it's going to rain, to go up and have little windows that you're going to close, which you're not going to, but we have done that. Believe it or not, we've had a couple customers say, no, I want to be able to close them, so we created this pulley system from ground level. Um, we actually did it with that beautiful custom coupe out in uh, at Davis Estates Winery that unfortunately burnt down last year in the glass fires. But we have done it. However, here's my opinion. <sighs> Technically speaking, a little bit of moisture inside your hen house and in the deep litter system, if you think about it, is actually beneficial. But I don't want to mislead people and be like, oh, well, wait, I don't get any moisture yeah, in there. I, I you... wouldn't
1: be concerned about moisture I, just, or humidity. There's no
0: concern. If yeah. there was a concern, we wouldn't do it. Right. Um, Ingrid's about to bring up a great shot of the uh, cupolas here. and But anyways, you know, it's just, it's just not an issue. And, and the other thing, too, is the wood is moisture-resistant, rot-resistant, and you got the high-density down at the deep litter system, and then, of course, you got the, the uh, hemp, which is acting as a diaper. And moisture, again, like I said, could, in theory, if you read the instructions, they'll actually tell you to mist it to help activate its absorbency. We've never done that. I don't think any no. customer's ever done that. We,
1: we like things to be really low-maintenance.
0: Yes. Right yes absolutely so yeah oh, oh, oh it was there and there it goes yeah, here we go so yeah. Here, here's our cupola right there and you can see we got two different styles now we got the gabled roof and the hip roof
1: and the, the important thing about that is that it does vent out all the heat not all the heat but it helps vent out
0: absolutely they are fully functional we are very proud because heat those. rises
1: it escapes throughout through
0: that's cooking. the number one thing with any structure if it's going to heat up you've got to let it. And, you gotta and let if it you sleep. don't
1: have the cupola, don't worry. Heat can still escape through the ridge cap.
0: Absolutely, they are a, a That's fully where,
1: functioning ridge cap.
0: That is a great point. That is where most of the heat already escapes. I will honestly tell you, the cupola is 99% aesthetics. But I just I can't put a fake one on there. Well, I, I can't stand them.
2: Well, you've mm-hmm. put them in different places. But yes, you've always they're always functional.
0: They're always functional. There has been maybe one time we broke our rule and we put it. Out inside the run, just for aesthetics, which is, anyways.
3: In Alabama, we did that. Yep. Um, yeah. that's my favorite coop. <laughs> um, so this one, I can't remember if it was a customer that called, um, but he asked, "Should I caulk or seal the seams on the HDPE?"
0: No. No, you know, and that that another great question, a question we get a lot. Here is why. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. The high density, even though that is an awesome material, you don't have to use high density to protect the framing of your chicken coop. If your material that you're using for your medium, your, your diaper for your chicken coop, isn't absorbing the moisture enough and that moisture can get to the framing, you got a bigger problem. The high density is designed really for peace of mind and when it does come time to clean it, it's extremely easy to clean. But and here's the benefit: to high density. There is only one type of caulk that I know of that is designed to stick to it, and it's like three hundred dollars a tube. It high density is designed so nothing sticks. So what's going on? Do we got a chicken down? We no, got a chicken fight. We got chicken a fight?
1: chicken hatching.
3: We got I'm a chicken
0: just, hatching. All right, keep, all right. Keep Pause, everyone. Oh Let's. We got breaking news. I know. We got breaking Maybe. news. Should we get? Should I get on the camera? Maybe. I also noticed one of them was trying to get, the first one that hatched in our incubator was uh, pecking at it. Oh, we got, you're just going to take it out. Oh, yeah. Just like that. Uh, it's uh, dark. You're out dark. of the light. You're out of the light. Oh. All right, here here we go. Breaking news. We got one hatching. We got this.
2: Oh. Check this out. There you go. You no, know, it's not. There
0: we
1: go. Hmm. Now it's out of focus. So Oh, it's about to pop out. Yeah. It's so like that's, it's, that's pretty cool. Oh. oh just uh, just uh, out. You,
0: um, well, okay. this this is a bad idea.
1: What? Yeah. No, oh, it's always a good idea.
0: Okay. It's I a, see yeah. everything that's going on, folks. Bear with me. One thing at a time.
1: Okay. And here we have step one. Oh, it's
2: pipping. Pipping.
0: Pipping. Okay, Jetta,
2: please don't drop. It's got to go up higher for Jetta.
0: Step two. A little bit higher, baby. I don't think I've ever actually seen an egg hatch. I know, isn't I it cool? Up here. Let's go where the lighting is. I'll be camp Oh, jeez. Be careful, Jetta. <laughs> we don't need a casualty live on camera. I can only imagine how much so trouble that step would Step be
1: one is they make a little hole called a pip, and that is in the weakest part of the shell. And then they make a... Uh, they, um, Zipper? Zip. It's unzipping yep. when they... Continue all the way around until they can break break open.
2: And then here, oh,
0: oh, oh my gosh. Right now. Wait, wait. Oh, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Stay, stay right where you are. <laughs> <laughs> stay
2: where you are. Isn't nature awesome? <laughs> yeah. right. It makes me want so many chicks. And here we can see
0: it. Push open. This oh is almost equivalent okay. of.
1: the yoke at the bottom, and that's the last piece to come off. So if you break the rules and you're helping it, a chick out, don't take the bottom off.
2: Because that's where the yoke is, right? That's where you built before yeah. this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Just let that come off naturally. OK, great point. And well, t- well, what, what, that, that, oh, my goodness. That's Oh, uh-huh. you so nervous.
0: I promise, I'm not a helicopter parent, but.
1: Okay, okay. It. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. see like, it. Uh huh. Oh, there's this little
0: wing. Oh my
2: goodness. There's a wing. Oh, wow. I see a head. I see hair. It's a girl. That was a joke. <laughs> I know, but that reminds me of one like <laughs> he was born. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. Oh. Everything my child oh, okay. told me not to do, but now we are <laughs> in the presence of an expert. How many baby chicks have you hatched in your no, lifetime? A, <laughs> a lot. A lot.
1: Okay. All right, so let's put. So,
0: Oh, it's a he now.
2: Or she. Already... or oh, okay. We hope it's a she. She, we, we hope. We hope
0: for she's? Yeah.
1: That sounds a little sexist, but. Well, okay. chickens, hens are it's, it's so, a sexist world. So, Kristen,
2: okay. the eyes are open. Are they open when they yeah. hatch or are they yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. See? So, and uh,
1: what we, we have to do
2: Oh. Oh,
1: and I feel it moving around in there. So okay. that one will die. Really? <gasps> because it can't get through the membrane. So, so your humidity's you, a little low. Uh, it's,
0: but now you're saying you can poke it's, the it's, hole. Can
1: you help
2: that one?
0: Can we help that one? Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, I am going to help it. And sometimes I use a little, just it's just a tiny, tiny little hole. And now, and As now if I wasn't already it. sweating
0: enough.
2: I know it's so just like that
1: we have life and continues that, that really this one will probably i mean it might even hatch while we're while we're uh while we're while we're here okay good job so that one that one is good and then after they all hatch
0: can you minimize mackenzie real mm-hmm. quick please sorry ken we, who knows where we are
2: on it's the fine screen. um i don't even know how to i don't know how just to minimize her
1: and after they all hatch, sorry, I, I can't just minimize myself. To I can't, see. Okay, that? that that
2: okay, that's what I was doing.
1: Okay. So I I will look for these. After they all, after I have like what I believe to be a full hatch, I'll look for these, which are ones where they pipped. I know they're alive and they're trying to get out, and I will open that up a little bit.
2: So what's the, what's, I know but with the numbers, I know it's difficult, but how, how many don't successfully hatch usually? Well,
1: uh, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Right. Like, I will probably poke on that. I usually just use a pen or something, or just like small Um it, it depends. I mean, if you weed out your uh unfertilized eggs, you should have a hatch of like, Eighty to eighty um, percent, typically, will hatch if you weed out your um, fertilized e- unfertilized eggs. So,
2: but is it common for these to not break through the membrane or like one out? It's of It's only every- if your
1: humidity's low. Okay. And um, I see the humidity's high now, but the, if it dries out, it just gets to be like paper, and they can't. It's not soft enough for them to to poke through. Because they have that eye tooth on the end of their beak for exactly that purpose. So I will, I will usually check them and make sure if they've pipped that they've got a, uh, a breathing hole. I mean that's a little bit. You don't have to do that. And like you said, some people. This is breaking
0: every rule. My. Well, some
1: people. It depends on how, (laughs) how much of a hard ass you are, really. Right,
0: but now I. We're
1: talking about backyard chicken people that are not okay with a lot of death. Right. Let's let's just be frank here. Right. So they're gonna
0: die anyways if you don't do something. So you might as well give them a chance. Right.
1: And Uh, it's just an air hole. I mean, and sometimes if um, you know these. If we look at one of these eggs. That have hatched. Let's just look at one of these, like little white ones.
0: Can you can ask for help?
1: <laughs> so, oh my God, be well, That's not a oh, really good example. Careful. Okay, well,
0: here hey, hatch- I got a great example. Matt, there's no. one
2: hatching right on the edge there. So oh my gosh, be what's careful. going on? Please be careful.
1: Oh, we
0: got one that's hatching right yeah, Come on. that's right a good one. Yes, I know. Today. All right, hold on. Well, let me get. Oh, it.
1: you knew what I was going to say. All right, so yes,
2: please there are. Careful. Please be the, careful.
1: There is some blood in these eggs and I mean the you can see the the veins actually in there so that's this how...
0: this show is supposed to reduce my stress
1: yeah what really <laughs> this is so stress well, I don't
0: want anything to happen okay go on. I'm sorry yeah, no So no.
1: so if you do poke the shell and there's a little bit of blood that's okay there is blood mm-hmm. in the shells in that inner membrane and before they hatch all of that blood goes back to the chick. It's almost like a human birth where the blood is in the umbilical cord, but it goes into the baby at birth. So, um, or actually at birth, the doctor is supposed to push that blood, but anyhow. Um, so if you see a little bit of blood, it's okay. Don't freak out because there is blood in the shell, in the membrane, it's actually in the membrane. So don't worry about it. But if you do see blood, I would stop, because typically, they're not ready to hatch if there's blood. I mean, you can make the air hole. If you see blood, stop.
0: Gotcha. That's a good point. Right. That's a good point.
1: And sometimes, if they unzip, start unzipping, and you you, you maybe poke that shell a little to help it out. If there's blood, stop. But that's not really – it, don't freak out. It's, it's normal. Okay, it's good. It's birth. It's childbirth.
0: Okay. All right, let's get you right in front. I want to make sure everyone hears what you're saying. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. Once you turn away, see, put, slide your arm right through there.
1: Okay. There we
0: go. See, Should just, we, there okay, we go. That. Now we're talking, huh?
2: Okay. Should we let Kenzie go back to okay. work? Okay, definitely, Sorry, sorry. sorry,
0: sorry Mackenzie. Saw, yeah. Wow, that was some breaking news. Yeah. Uh, we, we had, had hatching. We had
1: births there. Woo!
0: Yeah. Um, good okay. job, Do holding on to that baby. Yeah. Yes. Okay, all right, back to Mackenzie. I hope everyone is oh, enjoying oh, the okay. show. Um,
1: Let's
0: see what she says. Oh, I, I feel like the whole world just changes once I put the headphones on. It's like everything is silence. Yeah, it's water. It is hot in here. It, it good because last time it was, it was here. Oh, I don't There we go. Okay. You, How was that, Mackenzie Do you well, want to have kids crazy. now?
3: I want.
2: No. <laughs> she wants mm-hmm. baby chicks. I have, so.
1: Chicks.
3: I, I just got four um, bantam chicks last sunday. So, um I had a couple that were like failure to thrive. I sat quite literally for hours dipping their beaks every 15 oh. minutes. Um I mixed up some molasses and water with their food and literally like hand fed them with toothpicks. Um and they just ended up kind of withering away, so that was that was really sad. But I have um Two, golden Seabrights mm-hmm. and an old English cross, and uh, porcelain just, sell duclay. I don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: how. I, it, yeah. Oh, there's some breeze, I've never, I never heard or, of that uh, one.
1: Duckle or
0: oh, my, duckle? I don't know.
1: Oh. The, the the sure, whatever <laughs> you say. It's
0: I just white. had a customer. She says she's getting duckles.
2: I thought that was duclay. It, it could be.
0: It's probably duclay because that sounds better than duckle.
1: Yeah. That's how it's spelled.
0: But, no, yeah, she's yes. getting duck and sea.
1: Her name is Onion. <laughs> That's the important thing.
0: That is the important thing. Yeah.
3: They're they're all named after, um, like, sandwich toppings because they were an assorted phantoms. So, like, an assorted sub. Assorted of so sub. I named them
0: sandwich sub. toppings. Makes perfect sense. All righty. Uh, was that already three questions for the week? I can't remember where we are. Yes. I think we have one more.
3: Well one more. No, we had the. I asked about caulking the seams of the HDPE, and then
0: yeah, you you don't need there, to. If you needed to caulk the seams, we would give you caulk to yeah. caulk the seams. You don't and, and actually, just to to help people out to understand how different high density is, if you're trying to put two pieces of high density together and seal off a crack, you actually don't caulk it. You weld it. You heat it up with a heat gun that like gets really really hot, and then you take another piece of high density like your uh, TIG welding.
1: Yeah, and it it is not waterproof. Don't hose it out.
0: You never, if never ever, hose out your hen house. If you have to hose out your hen house, there's something seriously wrong. Because that
1: water can get underneath the plastic, and then you're in a far worse situation than before. Yes, like by far. Water can get under there, there.
3: I think there's a little bit of confusion between like our older videos that don't have the HDPE that we do have a sub flooring Um, and Matt, you can explain this better, but.
0: Well, I mean, years ago when, when Kristen first introduced me to the deep litter system and I was doing shows Mm -hmm. and I tell you, I'm very thankful for all the chicken coop shows. Well, we would go to festivals showing off our chicken coops and you know, I'm happy. Even then, 90%, 98% of the people were very happy, but there was that 2%, they're nitpicking stuff. And I kept saying, okay, okay. And one of them was, you can't use wood, and you absolutely can. I mean, think of it like a wooden salad bowl. But we switched, or we upgraded to what was called FRP, fiber-reinforced plastic. And what I didn't like about that, one, it's awful to breathe in because it's fiberglass when you're cutting it. So that's one of the reasons why we went to high density. But it creates layers because it's so thin. It was like maybe just under a 16th thick so that's very very thin so you have to have a subfloor layers are bad very bad so we got rid of that went right to the high density and never ever had a problem we've been using high density probably eight years now
1: so that's the evolution of the deep litter bed and are we going to see another step we or, are we're, we we're, we're going to
0: switch to the acre i know okay. people have been asking when you're going to use the acre i'm honestly i'm really waiting till the rest of the shop is cleaned out
1: okay cleared out i should start say. fresh here
0: we're, i think we're going to start fresh here it's a, it, there's a domino effect when we make a change. You know, and the people will go back to a video from like 10 years ago and be like, Matt said the coupe was going to be $1,000. I still get that. No. Well, we'll have to have Ingrid. Maybe yeah. we'll take that down, change it.
1: <laughs> Put <laughs> a, ble- right. a bleep in there.
0: I don't know. May- maybe. Well, Mackenzie, thank you so much. We hope to see you soon. Get packing your bags. Mackenzie's yep. going to be joining us down here in the Carolinas. It is a little bit warmer and a lot more humid, so be All ready right. for that. And uh,
1: congratulations I'm ready on for your it. chicks.
3: Thanks. I've got, what, nine-week-old chicks and w- less than one-week-old chicks. Oh. We know, still owe cool oh, Mackenzie
0: a chicken coop. Maybe we'll build it down here.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then I can have, like, two separate flocks. I can have my North Carolina flock and then my New York crap weather
0: flock. Mm, yeah, but you're, you're, you're not going to be in New York. I'm going to make sure of that. Thanks Mackenzie. <laughs> I
3: love that look. Bye, guys. All
0: okay. right, that was Mackenzie everyone. I think we could take the headphones off. okay. Are we okay with that? Yeah. because I don't think we're gonna have a, we don't have a guest speaker coming on or anything like that. Okay. Um, but now I'm finally gonna have a chance. yeah, that was that was awesome. That was great showing off what's going on, hatching that again, Jetta, thank you so much. That was great to step in and hold that one. And um, one of the questions I had, and I don't know if there is a, a textbook answer. But pretty much you wait till they're fluffy, but is there how long should they stay in the incubator before you put them in the brooder?
1: I would say until they well first of all you shouldn't open the lid while they're hatching Now
0: how about taking them out putting them on camera and
1: well yeah we have to take some liberties for the benefit, the educational benefit that of is our true listeners. Now now
0: here's a question though do we remember which one it was that was just on camera that hatched live on camera? do we remember which one it was? Do you Jetta? All right, come in, point it out to me, because we're going to keep a close eye on her. We're going to prove that it was okay, right? Is it, is it her right there? Yeah. yeah, she's like, I am so tired. But they're chirping. They're chirping yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Awesome. So well,
1: how, how long do they stay in there? And it, Certainly until they're all dry and fluffy, but remember, they can go through the mail for two days. They really don't need to eat and drink for two days, so don't worry about it. They don't need to come out right away. Just make sure... I would wait until they're all hatched, and then all dry and move them all at once. Because you you really all at once. Yeah, unless you need the room for hatching. Sometimes they can be a little bit crowded, but I wouldn't take the lid on and off uh, uh, as much as you would to take out each fluffy one. Right. And some take some hatch quickly, and some take some time. So that that is normal. And
0: here's another textbook example. I love this incubator. In so many ways, but the most important is you can see this is the most viewable incubator right. I've ever seen. Just great for classrooms, great, you know, for education. Um, and they were responding to us. Even like last night when we were closing up shop, I heard one chirping, and that's right when she or he hatched, and she was responding to us. And
1: and was- I, I think I'm going to uh, confess that we made a pretty big mistake <laughs> when we set the eggs I forgot to reset the timer on the top. So they didn't turn for an entire week,
0: right? I wouldn't say it was a week. But I kept looking at them going, I'm not seeing it turn. And I know they need to turn more in the first two weeks than they do the last week. But I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, and and they still
1: hatch.
0: Yes. I told you not to worry about it. We got this. Jetta was monitoring these baby chicks, these eggs, every day on the hour, right? Every hour on the hour. All righty. So moving on, um, I see a bunch of comments coming in. Uh, Ingrid, anything, any questions yeah, we that we should address? Thom- I saw one was all, all in caps. Um,
2: well, we have one from Thomas that was addressed to me. <laughs>
0: oh, well, but go he said, ahead, but
2: message. it's, but it's, not, I know it's not. It's he's he's building his own coop since we won't sell him our plans. So my question is, due to the high price of wood, can I use normal big box white wood instead of Douglas fir or cedar?
0: Can you? Sure. You're gonna hate it. (laughs) It Sucks.
2: Well, inform people about the difference in the wood and the quality and what you're getting and why.
0: All right, well, yes. You're gonna hear me talk a lot about Doug fir. And we have tried some other species. We've had no choice. We either had to shut down the shop or try another species. Called Eurospruce, well, it's actually Eurospruce isn't the species, but because it's coming in from Europe, that's what it's been called here in the States, and it's actually been phenomenal. And for whatever reason, and I can think of a couple reasons why, but the appearance is phenomenal. All right, so, but we do love our Doug Fir because the wood is a lot more dense and it's also rot resistant. But more importantly, because it's more dense, it's stronger, and when you're using pocket screw joinery, those screws, when they go in cross grain, bite. They don't strip out. When you get into that white fur, or, um, well, you'll see a lot in the box where it's called hem fur or SPF, which SPF is not a breed of tree. It actually means spruce pine fur. You're going to have a mixture of. It's all a wood that is like a hybrid. That they're growing to make sure they can keep up with demand. So mm-hmm. it, it makes sense, the sustainability part, but it is extremely soft.
1: Isn't it true you're not allowed to build houses with that? It's not structurally strong enough to put inside a wall. I believe that's the case. Well, you're or the white wood for sure.
0: Yeah, you're the one that's got that 20 books that are about six foot long going for your general contractor's license. I haven't, I haven't license. read them yet. Yeah. Um, you know, when you go into these engineering books, and actually we just did it yesterday because we we're designing a coupe for uh, Santa Fe. Uh, there is a huge difference in your structural integrity between Doug yeah. and your softer woods. I love
1: that chart. That just is so fascinating to me. There's a chart with all the different species of wood, and it tells you how strong they are and yep. what their load rating is.
0: Yeah, and I can tell you, it, it is true. Yeah. And You know, we got that. We got to find that old video we did maybe two years ago where I found some old trusses that were out in the snow, <laughs> sitting outside completely unprotected for at least two years, if not three years, and we were it's when we were moving the shops. And I brought them over, and we went to break them. And I think it was an average of 500 pounds it took to break this one truss. Mm-hmm. And that is just incredible when you really think about it. So it's very strong.
2: Um, somebody had a question about um, back to the the stadium roost bars. Mm-hmm. So bleacher style, yeah. Right, bleacher style. So that she was just asking, how do you know who's how do you know the pecking order from that
1: well chickens instinct is to get as high as possible to sleep i mean back when they slept in trees they would start on a lower branch and go higher and higher so the ones in the highest pecking order will get the best position which is the highest position and sometimes you can see them actually chase the other ones down like what are you doing here get back to your position Mm -hmm. it's kind of harsh but
0: it it is harsh that is true and that's why again i Find, keeping them all flat mm-hmm. just helps with that but also with the design of our yeah. coops it just works out perfectly and
1: you can do either but that's just the pros and cons
0: um i also wanted to make sure that we did get a chance to mention and i wanted to talk about it live and i'm not sure ingrid if you can bring it up um the instagram post that you posted the other day i am extremely proud Oh. And I just, I just want to share with everyone, okay. you know, the the, the the do's and don'ts, the truths and the things that go on behind the scenes. Yeah, if you can go ahead and share that. I wanted to talk about this real quick because this is just, again, a textbook example, one, of something that does happen and how the customer service is just phenomenal from Carolina Coops, And how we ended up solving this. So let me show you, if you have you seen this picture? I don't know if I've told you what happened here. So this coupe showed up, this is an American coupe, showed up to a customer out in California, and I can tell you right away that it tipped over. These guys are just, these people are brutal with these things, and if they do tip over, they always end up putting another pallet under our pallet. <laughs> and of course the customer's mortified, rightfully so, and the driver even said to refuse it, which we've never had to happen, but the driver refused it. Long story short, it so happened to be that our road crew was within an hour from him out in California and they actually had a down day. So the timing was just unbelievable. But we knew looking at that that coop's fine. And I just want to emphasize we knew it was going to be fine because that plastic is still wrapped around and that when they when they pack these coops even if it tips over, it's still staying together, and everything was protected. Believe it or not, and we knew that was going to be true. So I called the customer up and I said, "Listen, here's what we'll do: my guys will go pick up this scoop at the terminal, and let's come to your house and let's break it all apart. Let's you know pull the pallet apart, and then we'll reassess." And the customer even said, "Oh, well, here we go." So here's the end result. <laughs> The coop went together perfectly we had zero problems nothing was broken it's just gorgeous
1: is that your crew putting it together that's
0: the coop right there and that's ethan you got av you got sean uh-huh putting the coop together right there
1: wait is it's is, can the?
0: it's so cool oh yeah no the, the people see it the people see it yeah mm-hmm. the people see it um and i just so Are i asked seen... because
1: that is
0: showing okay well she okay it's there it's there i promise
1: oh cool yeah (laughs) so here's the
0: point is that i wanted to make sure everyone knew just uh and then the customer couldn't have been happier couldn't have been happier so he went from being very upset very frustrated he knew it wasn't our fault that it tipped over but still we have the ability to make things right and boy that worked out perfect so again a great testament to the packing job, mm-hmm. we—it's out of our control. And these guys are going 100 miles an hour with these forklifts, and they stop, or the truck hits the brakes. It—it's an earthquake in right. the back of these trucks, and but yet it all stayed together. They t- they tipped it back up, and we're able to put the coop together, and the customer was very very happy, and also shot a great time lapse mm-hmm. video, which I absolutely love. So I just wanted to make sure Ingrid that you had that on on record on video. So maybe uh, in an edited version you can use that again. What to do if your coop shows up from the LTL company, the shipping company if they tip your coop over. Just give us a call and we will make sure everything is solved for you. Luckily that has not happened in a long time.
2: Yeah, but we always make it right. So
0: that's, that's the important, the important part.
2: thing. We have a question. Mm-hmm. Um So they were Someone said, Derek, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, everything's too far away from me and I'm too small. Um, glad I caught you live. What is the soil mix you guys put down on the ground of the coop, not in the hen house? I forget what you said, and I can't remember what video I saw it on. I'm guessing it's Cecil's. It's
0: got to be Cecil. <laughs> Cecil on Alabama. Uh, great, great guy. He showed up. And, you know, it's a advanced – hardwood advanced composted hardwood mulch if i remember correctly is what we called it and where they take a hardwood and it composts but it's going to take a little bit while especially with the hardwood but they'll add in some soil which you're adding in some microbes and it gets to an advanced state where it is just ph neutral just perfect to put inside the run to give your chickens that in my opinion that ideal ground to scratch in. you're mimicking the forest
2: floor It's like the most common question, I think, that we get and that I see on chicken groups because people recommend sand. And you know how I feel about
0: that. Oh, gosh. yeah, You don't put sand. (sighs) None of
1: us like sand. Right.
0: Not for the floor of your run of your chicken coop. Their dust bath, sure. Absolutely. They're going to love sand. Put some ash in there diatomaceous earth if you want a little bit there. There's a point to sand, but the chickens will, especially if they're free-ranging, they'll go find that. But when it comes to your run, you want to mimic the forest floor. Now, I want to add to that. Do we have any pictures of the beautiful Malibu coop that they just finished up? Shoot. Uh, Um. Okay. Uh, Bring that (laughs) up, because here's the thing about the Malibu coop that we just finished out there. Um, We actually had a landscape lady who has her landscape company out there She brought different ingredients on site and mixed it up
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like a giant.
1: But, you know, chickens will mix it themselves.
0: Yeah, I I know. I know. You know, and to that point, they even used some horse droppings, and it was still in clumps, but it was really, really dry. Mm -hmm. And I told the customer, I said, don't worry about it. The chickens will absolutely love breaking that down. So they just happened to, you know, they used what they had on the farm. And it looks like Inherit's going to bring up this beautiful coop. I tell you, I I would love to talk about this. Um,
1: Give me a second.
0: You're you're all right. (laughs) Go right up the screen, share.
1: Well, and I would say that in both of these circumstances, you don't have to do that. You don't have to have a specific mix. You can put a lot of different organic material in the run, and the chickens will be just fine. So, I don't want to leaves. mislead people and say, think that they need a very specific mix or something.
2: That's a good point because you can put leaves and grass clippings and Ab- wood chips. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All absolutely. Straw, this just I mean, happened to be a case where they had some, uh, you know, because California's got, it's a unique state. Um, and, okay, my princess, she yes, is being she patiently. Wants to say what is it, honey?
1: Do you want to come, over here? come, over, here, come
0: over here? Why don't you come over here? Why
1: don't you come over here? Just stand right here. Yeah, there we go. Um, does and the
3: chicken puts its beak in the hole? Does it affect the chicken
1: from it? Another chicken outside the shell pokes its beak in there? Well, yeah. No, that'll that'll be fine. I think that's normal. And is, and again, is the baby chick helping? They're, they're just, well, I mean, it could help, but they're more than anything, they're just curious. When they peck, they're saying, what's that, what's that? And they're exploring, they're touching, because they don't have hands. So they're using that beak to explore, and that's, they see movement, and they're like, oh, hey, what's that? What's that? Oh, yeah, Is that we, a friend?
2: <laughs> we could see one in on the front. I could see one in on the front yeah. doing exactly so what Jetta was saying.
1: Yeah, so I wouldn't worry about that.
0: So um, so, anyways, yeah, you can see this beautiful Malibu coop we just finished up. They did a phenomenal job. I should hopefully be out there in a couple weeks to do the walk-around video. I am so due to do some walk-around videos. We still got to go out and see mm-hmm. Shelly's Goose House, which is turning out really, really well. But I did want to point out a new accessory that we now have, and this is the first one, is right there, that feeder hopper. You can add this feeder hopper to any of your chicken coops goes right into the run, and I'm not sure if Ingrid can bring up another one of the pictures, where mm-hmm. you'll see the other side. Let me try. Um, we have portholes on the inside so that the chickens can stick their head in and feed from it. And then to take it another step further, if you didn't catch our show from last week where we had uh, Mr. Tom Carter on from Works, he's going to sell us his portholes that are designed perfectly for chickens, even better than the PVC because they're soft. Um, the red, which is supposed to encourage their instincts to mm-hmm. go in there and uh, you know mm-hmm. check it out and eventually learn that it's a food, uh, or that it's food that's inside there. And let's see.
2: I'm sorry.
0: No, you're fine. You're fine. Where is
2: it? <laughs> it's right here. And I try to click oh, on
0: right it. Oh, right there. Just click on it. Double click. Ingrid is not used to using a Mac, so she's getting there. Well, anyways, I mean it's it's nothing too fancy, but I, I just think it's pretty cool. All right. So and right if we go here. back to screen share, we um, can bring that right up. I just think it's awesome, and here's what this feeder hopper does, it just gives you a spot to dump all your feed at once, if not a little bit more. Uh, Again, just very similar to the feed silo, but you don't have to go inside your run to dump the feed, which is really nice if you got your, uh, you know, you're going to go away on vacation Mm -hmm. and you got a chick sitter, but they don't really like chickens, they don't want to go into the run. We're making it so they don't have to go in at all. They don't have to go in and get the eggs, they don't have to go in and get the feed, the water, if you got our watering system, it's already set to go. So this is our first one and now we've made it so that it can go in any of our chicken coops.
1: Yeah, I see it fits right there in a panel. Yep. Standard size panel. Just
0: that simple. Right. And of course the roof lifts up
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then that's where you dump your feed in there. Very similar to the feeder hopper in our Craftsman Coop.
1: And look, it, you save all that space in the run.
0: It just doesn't get any easier. Right. Rodents can't get to it.
1: So you have a bump out egg box to get that maximum amount of space in the hen house. And now you have a bump out in your run to get the maximum space. That's awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And, I thought so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and even with the coops, the, the silo, the coop works feeder, I noticed that my hens were going underneath it. So I have a video of that.
0: That right is there. correct. Yo, so let's, let's talk so, about that real quick. Uh, you took that home. And you you, you you put it to use.
1: I did. How is it going? It's good. It And we had a, a downpour and everything was dry. Did you get it a was... video of
0: that downpour by chance?
1: I did. No, I did not. Oh, you
0: got to sacrifice no. yourself. A I little.
1: know, I was out. But um, it was fantastic. It definitely does save on feed. Definitely. And I even had a camera out the first night and there was at least one possum and one raccoon the very first night and they were so they found it pretty much as easily as the chickens and they were pulling feet out well actually the raccoon with his nice little hands was pulling the feet out um eating it and then the possum came like an hour later and was eating the feet off the ground that the raccoon oh the had. raccoon
0: was helping the possum yeah yeah so this so is so where my mother would enough. say oh i should make a cartoon and she'll oh. illustrate the whole thing of the communication between like Hey Henry, how are you doing tonight? Can and then next, throw that feed
1: down the tonight? next night I put the the covers on it, and that worked.
0: Cool.
2: So we awesome. Got, we got hi from Jeffrey in Northern Ireland. Just wanted to mention Northern Ireland. That. Um Here's a question, and and this would be good for Kristen, but Matt, you can answer too. No, it's
0: chicken related.
2: How do you stop a hen from being broody? Going on three weeks now, and she's starting to lose weight. And I let's let's assume she we're not going to give her chicks or that could be one of the options
1: I would make her uh, she's comfortable on the nest she wants to have babies she's waiting for babies um she's probably stealing eggs from the other nests
2: are you local because we have some babies right here
1: yeah (laughs) I can be there very soon um Uh, So I I would make her not so comfortable. So isolate her, take her off the nest, keep her from the nest. Maybe that will keep her from, from break her of this instinct to have babies. Um, That's really, as far as I would go, um, is isolation and maybe a hard floor or something.
2: Yeah, because it's, I mean, people, I don't know if people realize, if you haven't had chickens before, when they're broody, they only eat, like, mine only ate once, once a ev- day Yeah, once every other day she was yeah. eat and drink once every other day yeah
1: i've had them so set on having those babies that it went three months or more and they were um, uh, they were about to die
0: three months three
1: months on the nest wow. and you talk about a a hen that's wasting away and it was i it just and it was late in the season maybe like september october i didn't want to have chicks at that time but i finally gave in i was like this hen is going to die if she doesn't have a baby <laughs> so i was able to find some again off the nest. I was
0: talking to a customer yesterday we're just designing her a custom chick coop out in Santa Fe which is going to be amazing wait till I show you guys the drawings anyways she has a broody hen and she says that she has to take the hen off of their nest and force her to eat and drink and
1: does, they do does that
0: sound right to you
1: well they do they know what to do that hen will eat and drink to stay alive because it's her instinct she wants to have babies and she's you know, she, she, w- and they, they're kind of sneaky about it. You think you're watching that hen house all day, but no, she will very quickly get off the nest, eat, drink, and poop, and she'll do it quickly and maybe do a dust bath and get back on there. So I, I don't think you have to take them off. She will. She will go get what she needs, so and she'll, a- she'll do it so that you don't notice. We're
0: actually designing her egg cutch custom so that it's big enough so she can reach in easily to take her off the nest. So I said, "Okay, if that's what you want." But I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" So we, we got one. Is that the one that you poked open?
1: I, no, see I think a we beak. put it in that one. was oh, over
0: here. Okay, we got yeah. a beak that just poked through. Over yeah, there.
1: it is really.
0: It's happening. It's it's happening.
1: Yeah, we got a. All right, so we from- got
0: eight minutes until it is about to get noisy out in the floor and i can't stand background noise uh my guys are patiently they're they're going an extra half an hour for lunch so i had to feed them uh thanks to bojangles and um so eight more minutes let's
2: and we go ahead we got and another question for you huh we got a question for you matt all right far away all right it's from Lindsay. so she built her coop as close to the american coop as she could get
0: can so, i stop you for one second what click on comments okay oh i see i love this shoot. part what'd you do I hit the. Go mic. over to the left. Go over to the left, 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 left. Go left, left. Click on the scene. Comments, comments, right there. Boom. Right there. Click. All right, and then let's bring the comments. I think I think our viewers would love to see. Let's see. I want them to see what we see. I
2: know, but how do
0: I? Oh. You're gonna you're gonna bring it.
2: what do I'm doing to make it. No. no? Go
0: down, down, <laughs> right there. No. Yeah. Click and drag that one. What do you mean click and All drag? All right, I'm out of time. All right, let's. No, 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 no.
2: no. Uh. It right. mirrors
0: what you do. So all you gotta do is make that window bigger.
2: But anyways. All I see is the X for the wind all I see is the X for the window. <laughs> That's the problem, and I don't wanna do that. All right. Go ahead, read the question. So the question is so she built her coop as close to the American coop, six by eighteen, and her hen house is four by six.
0: Oh, did I just screw you up? I'm not That's sure where okay. she was
2: he's further down I think yes way further down okay so that would mean two six-foot wide roost bars well of course chicken math is happening to her and she started with six and now has 14 is there a minimal amount of horizontal space between the roost bars and why do you only do two could I put three instead of two for more space I do free-range frequently so my run space is being is being. Her run space being inadequate is not a concern for her.
0: Okay, so she, she so, built so, her coop close to the American coop as I six. could. It's 6 by 18. My hen house is 4 by 6. In your coops, that would mean two 6 foot wide. Okay, okay. That's right. See, I get thrown off a term now. So you got two 6 foot long roost bars. Mm-hmm. All right. So you got up to 12. So she wants to 3. Is, uh, chicken math is happening. Remind me to share a quick story really, really quick about chicken math. Um, it's happening to me. I started with six, and now I have 14. So there, is there a minimum horizontal space between the roost bars? And why do you only do two? Well, yes, there is. And we talked it. about that earlier. I would say I, I don't think you should ever go closer than 12 inches. Ours is actually 13 inches. If you want to do the math, it's 13 inches. I
1: would say try it and let us know.
0: <laughs> and and then you have people that are like, so then you're going to slide your roost bar closer to the wall. And then their feathers are going to be rubbing on the wall. It's going to be easier for the roost mites and other mites well, to get they on. are sleeping now? I, I know. I'm just you telling know, you, I, like, I hear the, you're not
1: gonna, I, the he's YouTube not gonna comments so. isn't saying,
0: you could add a third roost bar and give it a try and you probably will be fine. Also, I have so many people that tell me eight inches is more than enough per hand on the roost bar. So... You know, could you do it? Yes. I'm just not an advocate of it. I like a king size bed, and I like giving the chickens plenty of room. The biggest mistake you can make when you're building your chick coop so
1: that, that puts them eight and a half inches apart.
0: That's, that's close. That's
1: probably okay.
0: That's Come close. Come on. Okay. Okay. They got to jump up.
1: Okay. Maybe she stair steps it. An eight and a half would okay. definitely okay. Eight and a half okay. is
0: fine if you do the bleacher style. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. then you're going to run into other problems, and it's not that easy. Where are you going to mount the roost bars on the ends? Now you're running into the A-couch, especially if you design it like ours, or if you go up, then you're running into the windows. That is the domino effect I talk about in chicken coop design. It is unbelievable. Real quick, before I forget, we'll take a couple more quick questions and comments. This morning, my son's out there doing his homework, right? He's doing math, and he's adding fractions, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at going, oh, my gosh, and I have no idea, but he did it, and he got it right. And I said, buddy, that is amazing. I don't even know how to do that math anymore. And Jetta goes, well, the math you do now, daddy, is chicken math. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that <laughs> just, is great. <laughs>
0: I just thought that was so funny. If i know she was going to say that, I would've got a video. Yeah,
1: and that's the kind of math I do now, and then the calculating how much that Homestead engineering, yes. Yeah, yeah. so we're
0: going to do more walk-arounds. Uh, go Bojangles, yes. We are going to be doing a lot of videos. It is just, I have so much going on go right Bojangles. now. Go Bojangles? Well, someone just said go bojangles. I, I hope I hope they left some. They ate it all. Well, so they
1: have bites out of it. Oh, and speaking of bojangles, uh, I did get you a gift this week.
0: Did you give me another t-shirt? What what is this? No. Okay. Sweet, thank you. <laughs> How did you manage to get a cookout shirt? Now do <laughs> they around, sell? So oh the oh way. sorry yeah. Um... Okay, well, just a little inside story. Yeah. Bojangles, they will not give up their T-shirts no matter what. And somehow, Kristen, you went and tracked a guy down in a store that was worked there wearing one. You bought it off his back, right? Yeah. You gave him one of your shirts. I appreciate that. Well, Thank I did you. that
1: with the Whole Foods shirt, too, that had the big chicken on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got a couple more minutes. I'd love to get to a couple more questions or comments.
1: How about
2: Maria's? that what age should chicks start roosting at night? What age?
1: Well, they know when to roost. And if it's available, they will do it at just a few weeks um pretty much about the time they're fully feathered and you know in nature the mother hen uh, has them sleeping under her until about five to seven weeks and you know it it makes sense that that's the time that they start roosting and and that is approximately when they start roosting it just goes along with nature
0: yeah my dad's in his carolina coop they were, ha- they were up on the roost bars at like two and a half to three weeks.
1: Yeah, and they're curious, yep. they, and they will jump up there.
0: And then at about five, six weeks, that's when you open up that hen house mm-hmm. door and let them go down on their own.
1: But before that, they sleep in chick piles or mm-hmm. the chick carpet. I yeah. love the chick carpet.
0: That's funny. So, and we're gonna end up setting a brooder up. You brought all this stuff. I did. I was actually hoping to do it in this show because I know people maybe would love to see how to properly set up a brooder. But the one thing I know we get asked all the time is, can you or can you not use hemp as your substrate as your medium inside That's a what brooder? I look at—we already got pecking orders starting to get established yeah, look, in here.
1: And please use this.
0: You you like these waterers? Yeah. See, these are nice. I mean, I love taking the vertical. This is the one time I do like the vertical nipples. Because um,
1: their, their beaks aren't strong enough right. to get the horizontal ones. Right,
0: and they can hit that. And, and it, it,
1: it's, it's easier for them to learn. I would yes. start with this, too. Don't start with anything else. They, they learn right very quickly. What we
0: used to do is take my son's uh, V8 Fusion bottles when they're empty mm. and just drill a hole and use the verticals and just hang them. It works so well. But this is, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And these are so easy because they're flat, right? right? And then you just boom, boom, done yeah Yeah. these are I know you can set
1: this on a uh, one of your warming plates right. or oh yeah right
0: on top of the brin or
1: you can use a can like a can of beans or something and it's just the right height
0: <laughs> I got some customers they would probably never what uh, it's just it's funny but it is that simple it is that simple don't overthink it don't right. o- just make sure they got food and water all right so we're coming up to the last minute I think I want to go ahead and wrap it up it is hot in here. We had an excellent, uh, we got baby chicks hatching. Everyone did awesome. Thank you for my T-shirt. Jetta, again, great job showing up. Yeah, it is (laughs) so hot. I do want to report that we are about, uh, maybe maybe we'll share the story when we're all done here in the shop. But there was so many pallet racks and conveyors. It's Mm -hmm. mind-boggling what we've had to take apart down here to get this warehouse open so we can start building chicken coops. We are probably a week away from being able to start. Producing chicken coops down here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't and, told anyone. I probably and I just...
1: hope that you make one for yourself here.
0: We do need to do that.
1: Because I have some chickens to gift you.
0: <laughs> no, we definitely will. I owe Mackenzie. I owe Mackenzie a chicken coop. I promised her uh, we'll give her a chicken coop.
1: Take care of yourself and your own. And, and your and In a way I we am. We can do I it am. all. We can yeah, do it we all. We can
0: do it all. All right, guys. Again, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you are one of our diehard fans every week, thank you so much. Please share this. Please get the word out. We need to continue building our audience. It's very, very important. All right? Right. And then um, I guess. Because
1: I, I want to come here every week.
0: It is nice. It yeah. is nice. I love seeing you and Ingrid show up here every Friday. We need to start doing this more, though. Uh, we, we got more things coming up. So have a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day.
1: Yeah. We
0: got a three-day weekend come up.
1: And we'll, we'll, we will have the brooder next week.
0: So that, yeah, and we got some more things coming up for next week, and we'll go from there. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Glad we had baby chicks hatching. Yeah. pretty good, huh? Yeah.